This is Starting From Zero. It's an ability that you you form. Right? I mean, you know, in, in giving your best, knowing, you know, doing your best. Uh, and sometimes it's really just about reminding myself that I'm, I'm, I'm just planting seeds sometimes, you know? That's all. Hello. Hello. Well, thanks for joining. Thank you for having Evelyn. me. Mejia, aka La Mariposita. Yes. Check her out at La Mariposita Healing. She's a licensed uh, marriage and family therapist. That's correct. And um, serving all pretty much different age groups, I assume so, right? Um, yeah, primarily youth and adults and families. I don't adults do and families. A lot of, yeah, I don't do a lot of couples. And it's funny, I mean, we, we, we talked last time, and you actually have a podcast, I believe, it's still going on, correct? Mm, is it's it still... It's still brewing? It's still growing. You're still trying to find the format, just collecting <laughs> I, well, folks? I've been collecting interviews. Um, yeah, it's fine, yeah. Yeah, so it's still in the birthing process. <laughs> good, 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 yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, fine, it's fine. Um, look, even with this podcast, like, I've been... I've been thinking about it since last year mm-hmm. until like, you know, there are a few, few people in the community that were just like, yo, go ahead, you know, and just, just do it. Yeah. And it's amazing. Like how your mind works, like just out of frustration and just doing it and just thinking of the concept, like starting from zero, but thinking about that, what does starting from zero mean to you? Start from zero. Um, I think it for me it just means you know not having maybe um, the resources mm-hmm. or you know the right connections um, and starting um, or or not even having like maybe role models you know to kind of like wow not having role models yeah that's, that's something you have not, oh, <laughs> not heard. I, yeah. I mean yeah I well mean, i'm thinking about true. like my my journey in terms mm-hmm. of like you know my education and i was i'm first generation mm-hmm. um a college student and so and think, thinking about that like i i didn't have I didn't have role models or people that, you know, did that or took that path before me. So I guess, yeah, that's what I meant about not having role models like, in, in um, that sense. Also, not people in your family yeah, not, not necessarily taking that path or people in your family saying like, Evelyn, this is crazy. What the, what the hell are you doing? And that kind of thing. Yeah. Or, yeah, or just, I mean, in my case, just not understanding like what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and not being able to really help um, in in that journey. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what I meant about like role models. Wow. 
it, it's funny like um one of the one of the common things i say about role models especially to younger folks it's like true role models are there for for a reason but i also tell them don't rely on them too much mm-hmm. um, because the older the girls sometimes like they'll realize the imperfection of role models at times and in the That's end of the true. day you gotta rely on yourself I mean, yes, use role models as like kind of like a baseline to where you want to go. And yeah, when no, people start finding, you know, that whole terminology of never meet your heroes. I mean, similar to that. And in the end of the day, all we can rely is ourselves and just different motivation of people around us. It's like, it's amazing. Like, even partly I see you as a role model, believe it or not, in mm-hmm. terms of like doing your own thing. You being a single mom of three kids, I mean, come on, and the <laughs> business, I, like, no, kudos to you because it's kind of like people don't see the full story of, like, you're picking yourself up. Yeah. And the fact that you're saying, like, no role models is actually very powerful because it's kind of like we are expected to just always rely on people, but in the end of the day, we just got to rely on ourselves. Yeah, no, I think yeah. it's true. And, and I think it's also... Uh, we have to be very careful about putting people on pedestals. You oh, know? yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, I think, it, yeah, no, it's really true about not relying on them so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe taking, you know, what you can learn and, and the things that they can bring into your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, just being careful. Was there, if, you, if you're willing to share, was there like some similar story that just, just turned that switch in you and say like, ah, I'm going to rely on myself, like even to your business and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. coming from that practice, was it to that journey of relying on yourself? Like normally you, you maybe you work for someone and all of a sudden, what was that journey like to say like, you know what? I feel like I have something going here. I'm going to rely on my own practice um or is it just like a given well uh, let me see what i'm thinking about is like when i was starting my my private practice mm-hmm. um because i have a just a small part-time private practice mm-hmm. um but i i you know i started reaching out to to people that i knew mm. um and when i wasn't getting any response like i realized like you know not everybody uh, maybe has the time or is available to really support uh, you and your, you know, in your dreams or your ventures. Mm. And so really um, just kind of going full force with it. Mm. Um, so even though I, I didn't get the response that I wanted from like these people that I was reaching out to, um, I still went ahead and, and did it. And yeah. I'm, I'm finding out that I'm learning as I'm going, you know. And it's I'm just not relying on it. Yeah. <laughs> Have you always been being raised that way of just like, even, even thinking back from your childhood of just like not, not necessarily relying and just doing my own thing and just pushing yes. forward. That's yes. how you were raised usually. Yeah, definitely. Mm. So yeah, that definitely comes from just, you know, the way that I was, Mm-hmm. that I, I grew up and everything so mm-hmm. I I grew up in a single um, mm-hmm. parent household mm-hmm. um, and so yeah from as far as I can remember I was always kind of 
like a go-getter like i you know i figured out things myself yeah. um yeah because my mom was always working um as far as and then also coming you know to this country and and learning the language yeah. and, and so as soon as i i learned english like i you know i would figure out stuff on my own like i i would be the one like mm -hmm. you know translating for my mom um one of the things that i remember that like happened or an example of that would be like when i was in when i was going into high school i was being sent to uh one high school but i wanted to go to another high school mm. so then i had to be the one to figure out that oh, process oh my god the logistics and like just that. yeah and yeah. just like have my mom sign the form uh so that you know it could happen because otherwise it wasn't you know i was gonna go to that other high school wow uh, so stuff like that uh i think that you know immigrant children uh, that's the experience you have to figure it out on your own and um and i mean kind of help your parents along the way too mm -hmm. um but yeah just yeah I, i remember always you know figuring it out and then in college too the same thing like i uh i went into uh, applying and all that stuff uh, just figuring out on my own what i needed what i and it's funny it's, it's something you get used to but did you feel that <laughs> did you feel that there was also a negative of oh, making yes. you grow up too fast of oh, you yeah. being being very <laughs> like I, i assume you're the only child right no oh my god mm -hmm. are you the oldest i'm in the middle you're in the middle yeah <laughs> yeah so, so layers upon layers there's layers <laughs> upon layers in that so so tell me the negative because one of the things is is kind of like you know some people assume like oh my god you know like i i've had some few few friends uh, uh -huh. similar like you that they had to be so-called quote-unquote the breadwinner or sometimes like the person that pushed forward but positive way is kind of it, it prepped them early on yeah but the negative way is like they didn't tend to enjoy being kids in uh -huh. general so can, can you tell me some of the negative of of, of that that you, you dealt with yeah you know? no I, it's very I, important I, yeah yeah i think what comes to mind is just in, in relationships like i mm. i have a really hard time um asking for help mm. um or letting somebody else kind of take on yeah you know different things um because i always have to be you know i've always had to be like the person kind of in control yeah. and so i think it shows up in in that way uh, where yeah it's really hard for me to rely or to like fully um depend on somebody. depend yeah on somebody else It's kind of a weird contradictory. It's kind of like, yes, you know, all we can rely on is on ourselves. There's a positive part about that, uh -huh. picking yourself up. But man, to ask someone for help or to be dependent yeah. on someone, you know, and and then, you know, it goes into a feeling of like trust, you know, it's like trust no one except yourself. True. But sometimes you got to. You got to give a little yeah. trust to someone. And that's hard for some folks. I'm kind of like in the 
no, it's funny you mentioned about this personality. Is like I am learning more to to be in this spectrum that your kind of personality of trusting myself because I tend to be maybe I'm wrong or my friends probably see it different. I, I tend to trust people more. Uh-huh. So that that's that kind of in a positive way makes me interact with different types of people, you know, and connect easily. Give and just give, 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 give. Usually yeah. you know, you know. But at the same time it's kind of like even with that, there's a double edged sort of being getting burned. People disappoint. You yeah. know, you'd be like, Why, 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 why? People like you know, they're like me like rolling by bell, oh come on, like why did this person but at the same time it's kind of like balancing it out of like relying on yourself, trusting yourself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So it's funny like there's like <laughs> with our personalities <laughs> like it's like you, you you like what you uh pretty much need to depend a little bit more but on people but at the same time for me it's kind of like i need to depend more on myself mm-hmm. it's it's really weird but i wonder how now that we're saying this i wonder how in therapy you you kind of gauge people like that do you also do you if if you see someone some client you're pretty much your personality Uh you also tell them like hey you know learn to depend on people more and if you see some kind like my personality of like again this this point of being over trusting is do you also say like oh have more faith in yourself that kind of thing yeah they're like uh in therapy i'm i'm just spitting air balls right now but it's kind of like (laughs) i mean it's it's, you know it's definitely easier to you know to Mm -hmm see it in other people and then be you know support them in yeah in in that way or or to see you know those patterns um so it's easier to see it on in other people and identify it um but it's also um you know i mean as a therapist i'm also always doing work myself you know Mm -hmm. and so um i yeah i don't I think it's important for for therapists to to do their own work too, yeah. um, and uh, yeah, just notice your own patterns um, because that has helped me, you know, like be a better therapist and 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 support people in mm. in their journeys yeah. um, a lot better. Um, so yeah, just, it's hard though. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so I think I told you this question before, maybe we're, when we were talking, like how, how do you handle the mental pain in hearing people's stories? Because look, I, I look, I go to the therapist myself and guys, I encourage like people to seek therapy, especially yeah. people of color. Yeah. And also men of color in general. Yes. Like I've actually been researching a lot of that and the benefits of that. And like, thanks to few people in my community of encouraging me, actually this specific person that I know, like he was like, just yes. dive in, you know, it's going to, it's going to cause some discomfort, but those can discomfort matters. Yeah. And that's usually. actually how we met. And that's <laughs> how we met. And it's funny because we <laughs> met at, um, 
I mean, we, we, we kind of saw each other, but we, we kind of officially met and talked at a Copper Spoon, that bar. Yeah. And we were talking about it. And I think around that time, that was like... You were contemplating it, I was it, contemplating right? Yeah, it. or you had an appointment so, or something. And, like I, an and, you are, and one of the reasons why I brought you here is because you are actually one of the key people that kind of, that really pushed me oh, and wow. why it's like really necessary and i really thank you for that special. and for folks out there like it's really important it's like we can't solve our minds alone it's yes. weird there's some habits there's some innate shit that we do and we don't realize uh-huh. that that causes harm to others and also causes harm to ourselves you know yeah fam- family shit you know there's some family cycles and all that stuff that we need to deal with and especially as people of color it's like we need more of that yeah and the fact that you are you you are like a person of color doing that as a latina mm-hmm. like especially in this field you know I, I assume it's not there's not as much love like um latino and latina uh, therapists out there yeah no no really. i mean I you know wrong? we're we've definitely been coming up mm-hmm. but there's still a lot of need there's still yeah. i think the struggle is really finding um, a good therapist. Yes. Like, there's a lot of therapists out there, but finding a good one can be a challenge, and it can also be very discouraging. Yeah. Um, you know, because if you finally decide to make, you know, to take that step of, of seeking um, the support, and then you end up having a bad experience, like, it just it's discouraging. Mm-hmm. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, I think finding the right, you know, fit for you is is key. Like I, I maybe I'm a little biased, but I think everybody needs therapy. Oh no, no, it's <laughs> everyone. Look, it won't. You know how we're talking about ourselves and stuff. Shit, maybe I'm full of shit. Maybe that's not actually what myself is uh-huh. is is portraying. You know, and sometimes you need someone to look at you and be like, okay. I mean, yes, we have. We have friends, we have family. I mean, come uh-huh. on, we have we have people we, we're close to that we seek advice, that they experience it's it. It's not the same. It's not the same, yeah. but even though we also seek that, you know, there's an importance about having some professional, like really observing, hopefully unbiased as much as possible. Yeah. And if you're some, uh, a person of color, I, I, like I, I assure you to find someone uh-huh. Similar in that background, like for example, my therapist is is black, yeah, seventy two year old dude. I it mean, really does on. make a big difference. It makes because, a big difference. You know, yeah. I you know in my private practice, I I love it because I see clients, um, and and we can just go back and forth, you mm-hmm. know, in, in English and Spanish, and and mm-hmm. expressing yourself in that way, and being able to do that in a space like in therapy, it's so important it's so important because you're speaking in english there's some things you you say in espanol like you can't really yeah you can't like you you can't really express the same way you know i I tell people that like even when just language and saying it mannerisms cultural yeah stuff like it it also makes a difference but i'm not just saying is like look if there's a therapist that is a different diversity but still you are finding what you're looking for in that Mm -hmm. therapist please go ahead with that person but yeah no 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 it's really about you know finding your 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 best fit and it might not be it might not be the same like cultural background yeah you know i i I really emphasize that you know when i'm uh when i have clients call initially Mm -hmm. 
I really emphasize, you know, the the fact that my my focus is really on on that therapeutic relationship, because if we don't have that, then we don't really have anything. Yeah. Um, you know, you you if if you don't trust me enough to be open, to be transparent, completely transparent and raw, then there's not going to be much change mm. happening. Mm. Um, so I really emphasize that like when, when clients reach out to me in the beginning, it's not for me, it's not so much about the, like the theories and all that. It's more about like, can you be like fully open with me and mm. trust me, you know, to try new things or to, um, yeah, just, just be open with me. Mm. Um, and then we can, you know, look at, you know, okay, the techniques and we can bring in, you know, different, um, uh, yeah, just bring in different techniques uh, to s- for you to try. Um, but I think for me, at least, the therapeutic relationship is, is the key. Mm. Um, yeah. So. so why therapy? Why did I choose yes. to go into therapy? Yeah. Um, I think it was a mix of my own personal experience growing up, Mm -hmm. um, and also, um, when I was in high school, I got a job as a peer counselor, Mm. um, and so that experience, like, really, um, I think really just, it was an experience that I, I never, uh, that really defined defined you know who I was um where I was able to to be of support to other um kids myself like or of my age um so we got you know trained and like uh, listening skills and all this yeah. and we had um uh, this it was a hotline where you know kids oh, could call wow. in and just get support uh by fellow um uh, teenagers basically um so that that experience like really um i think was 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 key um because after that i i you know i left and i ventured out to other uh, fields uh, like retail and all that other stuff and it was just not fulfilling mm. like it was not the same thing so i yeah, I just kind of started this journey of getting back into that and figuring out ways to get back into into that kind of work. Um, so I um, I started as an office manager for nonprofit yeah. and just kind of worked my way up to like more direct services. Um, and I was a case manager. I was a f- like family advocate. Wow. Uh, and then when I was a family advocate. Uh, just realizing how much need there was for therapy, but there wasn't enough resources. Um, There's, you know, in public health, there's waiting lists all the time, Uh, especially for, you know, you know, for Spanish uh, speaking. um, There's always a big wait uh, for services like that so I saw that and I also wanted to do more of the like the one-on-one work 
Um, so that's kind of how. I just brewed. So it actually just started from you picking calls. It's just a support mm-hmm. in, in student. It's kind of like, and just clicked. And yeah. You, you, you pretty much just like, okay, my mind is set up. Like, I don't know exactly what type of therapist, but I'm going to do something in therapy. And especially for some color and in the Latino community. And like, now a lot of those community being um, English speakers, you know, mm-hmm. it's like there, there wasn't as much services like offering, offering that. And the fact that you took the man to be like, okay, I feel this is really important because it also vibes with your personal experience, helping translate for a relative or your mom yeah. or something like that. I, I've yeah. seen, wow, you make me flash back to Oakland Tech. I, I went there and like very low Spanish speaking um, students, like um, pretty much, you know, I'll see them from their parents, you know, they'll, the parents doesn't speak as much like English and they mm-hmm. one like, like me, I mean, I love it. like you, the paperwork, especially yeah. when you're. I was like, oh my god, like I can't even, I cannot even imagine the amount of stress and whatever and what's going on in that kid's mind and immigration, all like all, all this other things oh, that just yeah yeah. Don't even so, get me started on oh, that. Oh yeah, no, like, we have to, we have to because yeah. it's like and the stress of that. So it can is, you get yeah. Like, I so uh, yeah. right now I you know my my day job is mm-hmm. is working as a wellness counselor uh, for high schoolers, yeah. um, and I primarily work with uh, recently arrived students, and so just the amount of of trauma and stress it's that they're dealing on a daily basis. It's hmm. like. Uh, I yeah it's just a lot uh, and I don't think people realize that a lot of these kids are coming t- you know are, are coming here to uh, relatives that they've never lived with that they've never um, have interacted with and those relatives you know they take them in but not really knowing what the the magnitude of that is um, and so we we see a lot of conflict um, and then we see just a lot of uh, it, just a system that is not built to to support these kids, you know, because they're they're having to really um, be on their own, basically, even though they might live with with relatives, uh, they're having to to be on their own. You know, I'm, I'm talking about, um, you know, realities as, you know, paying rent, paying their um, lawyer fees, paying their, you know, their way here. Uh, these are, you know, uh, the, the kids that I work with are like 16, 17. Jesus. And they're already having to, to figure out how to be on their own. Uh <sighs> So yeah, it's just uh, there's just a lot of need. Um, and now you find a lot of need because um, I feel that people they need to need to absorb some of this knowledge. So since you're saying there's a lot of need, what is the current lack right now in terms of like immigrant, like especially with the with the clients you do with mm-hmm. like immigrant uh, kids or undocumented or whatever. What's the current lack of the current system in therapy 
like yo feel free it's, it's a free form like let's educate from people is it from like state level federal level of what is currently lacking right now that people need to be aware to provide yeah to, pro- uh, to have some provision for this yeah I, I yeah i feel like that question is so overwhelming because there's, so <laughs> there's so many things so many things there's so many things you can wrong. break down from like the like no but you, you'll be surprised a lot of people are just not fully aware yeah and just no there's their so lives. many so things feel free to educate people because i or mean remind people. um you know schools like it's you know they're not really built to uh take on these kids some of them you know we have a very wide spectrum of um of uh educational backgrounds you know and so i don't think the school uh the schools are really uh prepared to deal with with that um you know i think um as far as therapy just there's just not um yeah, and there's just not enough resources. There's just not enough um, people that can really work with these kids and understand um, their experience. Um, and, you know, we also have the, 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 like the, how we're we're trained i guess as therapists like it's it's very different uh when you come in contact with with some of these kids and some of these families like you have to think of of, of things in a very different way sometimes hmm. um, what you learn in school might not apply <laughs> it's kind of like what you learn in training might not apply for yeah. these different kind of cases yeah so it's kind of like oh crud like we're not trained enough or is there some things we can change in our curriculum yeah. when dealing with this type of medium, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I know. yeah. And then the other thing, you know, is just like, uh, child support or child, um, uh, uh, protective services too. I don't think that they know what to do with these kids mm-hmm. or they're not, they don't have a system of how to, to care for these kids. Yeah. Um, and yeah it's just a very it's a big big problem uh, and and i and we just don't have the resources you know to really i think tackle everything that needs to be tackled and and kind of figure out a way to really care for these kids uh so yeah this so you mentioned few of uh well you mentioned a few of the problems. There's more. You can you can go on and on, but there's there there are things that we want to rely on our state and federal government to do, even our local government to do. But there are things as we can do as people, just regular folks in this mm-hmm. community or anybody, to show more awareness. So, can you elaborate of like what are the steps we should do as a community to be aware of this you know what 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 power do we have that we can we can make things better Mm, i think um i mean i think voting is one thing Mm. you know just really getting involved um with even just voting because if you can vote 
you should not be um, not voting. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like there's so many people that can't, that don't have that access. Yeah. Um, and so I think voting is one, uh, um, you know, I, I say, you know, donating to, to the right um, organizations. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think, I think that there's a lot of organizations, but you have to be very careful. Very picky. Yeah. Even even with us regular philanthropy stuff, like yeah, no. I got educated by some nonprofit folks. Is like, yo, be careful of that. I was like, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And they, it's it's so annoying. So it's kind of like there's not as much like fully reliable sources out there. It's like I yeah. didn't really use. There's a the really money. good documentary about that mm-hmm. that talks about. Uh, I think it's called Poor Ink. Poor Ink. Yeah. Mm. Is that on Netflix probably? Um, That's where I I watched it. Mm -hmm. But um, it talks about how, you know, poverty is a business, (coughs) you know, how it's a business for a lot of people, for a lot of organizations, like big, big organizations that, um, yeah, so it's really, it's a really interesting and uh, eye-opening thing. documentary uh, because you have to be very careful about where you donate uh, and where you you know I, I the intention i know the intentions are good but just you know just do your research on yeah. who is really where is this money going to and who is it really going to um but yeah i would say yeah donating um and also just having more compassion i think mm-hmm. just in general like as as a, as human nature I think we just need to have more compassion. Yeah, don't be an asshole. Yes. <laughs> you just don't know what each you don't know someone what is going yeah, through. you don't know what uh, you know somebody is going through. Um, you don't know their stories. Um, so just yeah, just more compassion. And be more empathetic. You know, you're making me remind um I I think what was like this video of like was it ice like dragging like the mom from the kid or something like uh-huh. that. It was like some, some, but it was like flowing around the internet. And there's one of the reasons I'm not, I'm rarely on Facebook. Like I'm not on Facebook because of just like so much negative, negativity, yeah. negative comments, uh, where with people with weird ideals. And one of the, those people with weird ideals, they say like, well, you know, they came to, this country legally so this is what they get and i was like and in my mind i was like you're not even putting yourself in that person's yeah place or like person's situation I, yeah no i think you don't know the trauma yeah. that kid is gonna have for life of that person's situation and mm-hmm. they just don't there's some people that just don't put themselves in it and they'll say oh yeah person is illegal i was like are you kidding me? It's like the whole point of like making this shit political. It's like, I don't care where you are on the spectrum, but it's like, if you don't have any decent human compassion yeah, about like noticing that is like, no, this is inexcusable to be dragging a kid, separating a kid from a, from a parent like that. Yeah. It's like, how can you sleep at night? And it's funny, <laughs> the human nature is like, until something similar happens to you, that's when, yeah, you know, you react and you start having compassion. And thanks for telling, like, 
seen as like you know just yeah, have no, more I think compassion that for people. Just a lot of people, you know, they don't really realize like you know they're coming and leaving their whole lives you know what they've known everything that they've known mm-hmm. they're they're leaving all of that behind to to try to uh, find something better here yeah um, and i don't think that anyone you know would leave everything behind if it wasn't for uh, a speck of hope that you know that they'll find something better here yeah. but you know we're talking about um just violence and and just horrendous things that are happening over there that are forcing um people out of their countries and and having to abandon their families or um maybe not abandon but just leave yeah. you know their families behind because they they're coming to try to make a dollar here mm-hmm. and um, and be able to provide for their families over there or or build life here. Um, but I don't think if 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 those things were not happening over there, uh, which by the way a lot of them are, you know, U.S. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's no US, there's no uh, cause causal. Yes. Like. Don't get me wrong. They so those we, yeah, countries like get yes, into they that have too, the responsibility. We can get into that, but if you were like, "Why?" I'm like, "Well, there's a lot of sources and documentaries. We're not gonna we're not gonna say anything about that." But yeah, there's but, a cause and effect, and yeah, I feel there's a cause and effect on U.S. involvement in a lot of things, and mm-hmm. that actually causes a lot of people from these countries. I'm not just saying Mexico only. I'm just saying like in most. Of U.S. involving forms of like oil, money, or like just something will there. There is a there is a cause and effect in that. And people oh, yeah. leaving those places. Yeah, and we're seeing all the all the effects. Yeah, you know, people are, are fleeing. They're they're not coming here to you know for leisure. They're no. they're fleeing. Like they're, they're fleeing. Yes, <laughs> I think that's key. <laughs> and. Those those type of people come to you to try to figure it out, or even some of those people don't even know what the fuck therapy is. <laughs> in those, yeah. in those, I didn't know what the hell therapy was when it came to this country. I'm Nigerian, like I didn't. We we don't really talk about mental health. Like yeah. what you know, it's like it's kind yeah. of like pull yourself up, but people just don't. You don't understand trauma. You don't understand repeated behavior like from places like this, you know. And that's why I actually tell some of my friends raised here in Western world, I was like, you guys are fucking lucky in a way. It makes me a little bit more humble of just like also telling them of like travel to these places and you Mm -hmm. tend to appreciate more of where you are, where you come from. Obviously, this country has its own challenges but in comparison to where we're from in terms of what we deal with it's like it's it's crazy it's like Mm -hmm. wow it's like how can people just able to maintain this trauma and now that i'm talking about trauma like what was obviously you can't reveal your clients but what was like one story of trauma from one of your clients that really hit you in terms of what was the most difficult 
topic of trauma from a client that you've ever dealt with? Mm-hmm. I think uh, the the experience that I that I've heard, and not just mm-hmm. one once, but similar, you know, yeah, similar stories, is this experience of coming here, uh, leaving you know parents behind, um, and coming here to live with other relatives and then those relatives not being really ready to take them in um, and and then feeling that rejection from those relatives um, it's a very common experience Mm. uh, where they're yeah and, and just not having anywhere to go really um I think that's that's been one of the the hardest. Wow, uh, and which sometimes lead to some of them with homelessness or or um, dealing with the relatives or like in different fashions in terms of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean it. It's led to, you know, like CPS removals mm. or, um, and and then that in itself, you know, it's traumatic as fuck yeah (laughs) um and so um yeah just um or trying to figure out like where else to go you know or can they go with someone else with another relative or um yeah just it's a lot (laughs) it's a lot and going back to like how does your mind handle it so for example after a session Mm-hmm. after like a heavy session how tell me the exercises you do to reset your mind in terms of like reset your reset your mind in a state of peace in terms yeah. of dealing with the session um i i mean this is why you know self-care is so emphasized in our profession um eat sleep salsa yeah, <laughs> definitely salsa. <laughs> you guys are wondering. She's wearing a. She was wearing a sweater called "Eat Sleep Salsa." So I assume definitely assumed, salsa. Uh, salsa is uh, like my therapy. Your outlet. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, one of my my outlets. Um, but no, I mean, I it's. Uh, it. I mean, it's an ability that you you form i i mean in, you know in in giving your best knowing you know doing your best um and sometimes it's really just about reminding myself that i'm 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 just planting seeds sometimes yeah. you know that's all uh, and and i think that's one of the hard parts about doing this this work is that sometimes you don't get to see you know the the full bloom you mm. know or or the product of the seed that you planted. Um, the harvest time. Yes. You don't get to see that sometimes. Mm-hmm. So really just reminding myself that sometimes I'm just, that's all I'm doing. Just, just planting, mm-hmm. planting seeds. Um, what else? Is, yeah, just, um, I think humor is also another <laughs> like, therapy for 100%. me 100 uh, yeah just you know finding humor and things um 
I love your meme you you, you put out about was it like collected with dating and therapy or something? Oh uh-huh. man, I can't remember. It was something Which you posted. Uh, <laughs> oh man, sorry. I did I didn't mean to derail that. But if you guys check her her page, like she posts some funny therapy humor <laughs> and stuff. I just can't remember this one, but it really made me laugh. Oh, okay. While I was having a hard time. Yeah, so you know, just making sure, you know, that I'm laughing. Um good. Or yeah, that there's humor in my life, that there's dance in my life. Mm-hmm. Um that there's um, connections too. I think that's another part that I really enjoy is just connecting with people. Um, and yeah, I, I, sometimes I, I have to, um, I, I learned this technique from um, a mentor of, of mine, but you know, just imagining myself leaving this box full of everything that has come out in in a day's work and just you know imagining this box and leaving everything work related in that box mm. um so so that like vis- visualization of of kind of leaving everything in a box at work and mm. not carrying and it not carrying with me it. yeah um you know, I think also just my time driving alone, kind of back and forth from, you know, mm-hmm. from work to home or from, you know, work to getting to my kids. Like that time alone also is really crucial for me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and and I think self-care is not just, um, you know, it, it really isn't just manis and petties and, and the spa treatment. Like, it's really about, you know, taking, um, being very intentional about the, the times that you do have where you can take care of yourself. Yeah. Um, so, for example, like when I'm driving, you know, if, if I need to laugh, like I'll just listen to um, a comedian on Pandora mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that or... Or a podcast uh, mm-hmm. episode, um, so you, just taking uh, advantage of of those pockets of time, like throughout the day, where I can really like replenish myself and and fill my cup. Basically, mm. um, I think I think that's what self care really is. It's not just you know special days uh, or special. It's not an, a special occasion type mm. of a deal. It's like just being very intentional about your time yeah. and your energy. Yeah. Because it, it's funny, like there's actually a lot of misconception about self-care. Mm-hmm. There's always, oh man, especially obviously we've seen social media of like how oh, people yeah. advertise their self-care is just so pretentious. I'm like, oh my God, you know you could do this any day, right? <laughs> you know. <laughs> and it's it's really important to have that mind mind space and emptying your cup, which is which is hard for a lot of people to do with and distracting yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. It's 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 also being misconstrued for with a lot of people and how they do with self care, you know. Yeah. But now you mentioned pedicure. Pedicure actually sounds good right now. Actually <laughs> I've not had some pedicure in a while. <laughs> yeah. But, no and, and I mean for me, like I you know, I'm a mom of three and mm-hmm. so like I don't I really have to 
take advantage of, of those pockets of time that I have just where I can just oh, God bless be mm-hmm. uh, by myself, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes just being, you know, having like half an hour um, from work to when I have to pick up my kids, you know, and just being home alone, like that's my peace, you mm-hmm. know. Um, Cause yeah, I, I also have to be present for my kids. And so, yeah, yeah just, I think it's, just taking advantage of those. Yeah. Uh, no, and thanks for sharing it. The, the reason why, like people that deal with in that type of profession, I'm like, personally, I can't. I don't know how I can handle it. I feel things too much. <laughs> and uh, so you to compartmentalize and do that. And I feel that there's just not as much, even though, yeah, like there's a lot of mental health awareness going on. And I'm yeah. like, your mental health should have been aware. <laughs> That's not a word <laughs> for built like millions of years ago in terms of human psyche and all yeah. that stuff. But am I tripping? I I still feel that compared in in medicine with the 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 physical part is not as equally. Um, I mean, the mental part is not as equally complemented with the physical part of medicine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I still feel that it's still kind of underappreciated, but the physical side of it is kind of like appreciated. It's like yeah. something we can see. So, but unfortunately people don't, don't realize like there are things, the things we don't see also affects the things we see. You get what I'm saying? So I'm part of that is part of what, how MDs or people in the physical side should really have, there's just not that connection Mm-hmm. in many medical organizations of like people in the mental side and the physical side like even now do you still feel that gap feel a lot of that gap of the disconnect between the physical and the mental disciplines yeah mm-hmm. um yeah i I mean i think we've made some progress mm-hmm. in terms of that uh, but there's still a lot of work to be done yeah um yeah um oh, there are there are there organizations in mind you have in mind that are able to really tie that relationship um, or not that you can think of at the moment I can't think of any really in the moment I think you know there's there's work being done you know with big insurance and big medical yeah. uh, corporations I guess um uh, to try to bring more awareness of that, hey, like we need mental health services too. Like these are important. Um, oh, better coverage. Better coverage. <laughs> more access. Scale, you know, more access. More and access. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, you shouldn't have to be like. Or prescribe like, hey, have you considered therapy? Even from the a medical and MD. Like, yeah, no, I think. Rarely say that, you know. Yeah, like you shouldn't have to be like on the verge of suicide to mm-hmm. be like, okay, now you can, you know, have access to to uh, these services, uh, which is what we see mm. with big uh, with big medical uh, companies. But um, yeah, I can't think of any. You see, and that's what the fact that you as a professional, you can't think of a 
organization that has a good gap of it that's one of the reasons why we need more awareness of that and me seeing therapy uh seeing my therapist has been making me more aware and to reveal to you even my health i actually just found out earlier this week i'm level one hypertensive Mm -hmm. so people are not familiar with hypertension it's aka high blood pressure yeah and it runs in my family Mm -hmm. you know so Yes, I work out, you know, am I stressed? Yes, you know, I had a rough couple of weeks. But one of the frustrating things is like with hypertension, sometimes you can't even tell if it's mentally induced or Mm. just physical. Uh-huh. So talking to that nurse, and she's actually a very good nurse. You know, there there's some people in health screenings like, oh yeah, do this. Oh, make sure you control your diet. Yeah, blah blah yeah. blah. Or like it, just based on simple readings. There is not their fault. They're following procedure. But even tell me, she said, hey, you know, make sure you get your own blood pressure monitor, so that like every morning monitor it. You know, every morning, even when you relax, monitor it so that you can go to the physician and they can decide, okay, does this man have to go on medication or is it just mental? You know, and I'm giving that example because sometimes there there are things in our psyche we can't really determine if it's just like, okay, is this definitely hereditary cause or is it just you? Mm -hmm. Is it just in your mind, your diet and whatever? Not as much education. And when, after talking to that nurse, it's like there was just not as much education uh-huh. of like monitoring yourself. You know, some people just go to the checkup and be like, oh, okay. You know, and all of a sudden they're just taking medication, even though they're supposed to work on your mental yeah. mental side of things, you know. And that's kind of where my more that awareness of like, oh, shit, you know. Yes, I know I've been stressed, but I, I need to know if this this fully mental as you fully physical yeah as still a mix of both that's one of the reasons like why we need a very good connection between mental and physical because yeah no that's some true. people just brush it off you know hey i was about to brush it off i you know i'm glad i took that screening you know i feel good physically but mentally no but it and all of a sudden i see this result i was like oh crud yeah there's a lot to pay attention here but yeah, no, unfortunately, there, I mean, there's not as much uh, education. Then. Excuse me. Yeah, no. Uh, what I was going to say is that, I mean, like, you know, we know that chronic stress is, you know, deadly. And, mm-hmm. and so really taking care of all um, all of your pieces, you know, not just the physical, but also the, the mental. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but yeah, there's, there's just a lot of a lot more work to be done in terms of of that i think like i said we've made progress um but we still have a long way to go yeah i would love connections if like okay if i go to therapy and someone's saying that i'm just stressed out i don't know what to do i would love love a therapist to say like okay have you actually exercised like what have you done for a physical activity to mm-hmm. help with your mind you know, and like, okay, I can recommend this personal trainer, for instance. Boom. Like, let's see if your insurance covers it. Boom. They they, they take you to a physical therapist. Yeah. Right? You know, those type of connections like that. Oh, something's happening with your brain. I feel I'm getting migraines a lot. When does this migraine happen? Oh, like, I was at work. I was like, mm, oh, okay, at work. Mm-hmm. Like, those type of conversations need to happen, 
Not like the revolving door. Yes, <laughs> like you, you get what I'm saying? Like the revolving fucking door. And yeah. unfortunately, you know, we're not as we're not as knowledgeable and it's like and shoot, even with the high blood pressure like the hypertension thing is like I didn't know like and she gave me such a good knowledge. She's like, put data points, monitor your blood pressure like mm-hmm. every day to oh. make sure so that you can see you can take to the doctors like okay here's my data points uh-huh. of what's going on and they can determine of like the next step to go okay. you know but there needs to be knowledge on that and even you as a therapist is kind of like that's that kind of challenge in dealing with this client so of kind yeah. of like what is how's your mental state affecting your physical state and all of a sudden you're going through the revolving door it's like it affects their physical state but they can't afford insurance and it's like Ah, oh, and it's all yeah. over, over like gone back to square one again and that's 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 one of the reasons why i said like there needs to be a clear connection between physical and mental in both yeah. fields yeah yeah no there's you know and and i think uh the the spiritual part too i Ooh. think is also important um can't believe I left that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they're all interconnected, and you know, we're. I think we we live in an era where there's just so much disconnect. Even though we're supposedly more connected I than know, ever, right? there's just much more disconnect. Yeah. Um, you know, we need uh, like physical connections with people, and um, not just Instagram, not just yeah. You know those kinds of connections, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, just, and there's really taking care of your wholesome self. Definitely. You know, finding ways to take care of your physical, your mental, your spiritual. Um, yeah, everything. So why the little butterfly? Um. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. She's going to the bathroom. All right. It's fine. Yeah, we can go take a break. I can just ramble on. It's fine. It's yeah, it's in my room. There we go. And while I ramble on and actually take some blackberries. It's intermission time, by the way. I'm still gonna make it go. I'm not gonna pause. You just gonna keep on hearing my annoying voice. Happy fall, by the way, in this beautiful Oakland, California. Hope you guys are doing good. I'm staring at the window right now. It's actually a good day. And I'm pouring tea because I'm bougie like that. It is Sunday. And I hope you guys are having a good Sunday or whatever days you guys are having when this is going to be released. What a great interview. And here she comes. The little butterfly. You're going to edit that part out, right? Nah, (laughs) I don't need to. The bathroom break. Oh, everyone (laughs) takes a bathroom break. I just let it roll. It's human, guys. Everyone takes a bathroom (laughs) break. Deal with it. (laughs) <laughs> just let it roll so so why butterfly. the butterfly mm-hmm. um 
It's just kind of been a staple of mine forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always liked them. You know, when I as soon as I turned eighteen, I got a butterfly tattoo. Mm. Uh, it was a pretty uh, Yankee one, but um, at it's that okay. time. <laughs> um, but I, I've upgraded since then. So. Hey. <laughs> um, yeah, just I think uh, there's so much more meaning to it too you know in terms of like evolving and um i think i've uh, just on a personal like note like i've evolved in in many different ways mm-hmm. um and so yeah it's just something that has stuck um and the significance of uh like i said evolution mm-hmm. migration uh, that's another thing um that, yeah, that's why. Definitely. If you're wondering, it's called La Mariposita. La Mariposita Healing. Yes. Healing. Such a great brand of it. Yeah, and I feel like it's such a you know play in words too because um, it's not just me providing healing, but also me healing myself. Mm. Uh, so... Yeah, that's why uh, when I was thinking about it, it just felt really in alignment with yeah everything else. Nah, well, thank you because that was my first time. <laughs> did did that, that leave question. you speechless? And like, no, that made me speechless. <laughs> it's kind of like why does she call herself a little butterfly? There has to be a, a deeper meaning of that. <laughs> I'm putting her in a brand. And talking about your brand, we. Um, where would you love people to see you? Um, what is your IG? My handles. Consultants, times, you know, like, you know, and when people can have this information. Yeah, uh, well, my IG handle is La Mariposita Healing. Um, yeah, it has all my information. Uh, yeah. Any I, any upcoming events you want to tell the community of? Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, I'll, I'll probably I'll be releasing this this week, so Tuesday or Friday. So, like, yeah, spit it out the events. Yeah, um, I feel that. Yeah. Um, come. See, so uh, yeah, so IG La Mariposita Healing, mm-hmm. and also um, Somos underscore underscore Magia, mm-hmm. which is another project that I've been working on. Uh, with uh, my friend Lupe Um, and her and I are also trying to create um, spaces and and where self-love is at the core Mm. and so we're bringing um, let me see well this is probably going to be already what's happening next next Saturday Mm -hmm. Um, we're, we're actually partnering with a um, social worker um, Jenny Viveros, who is doing a Latin burlesque uh, workshop. Ooh. Yeah, so it's yeah. I think I saw Instagram. That was a good shot. I was like, very good. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, the idea is to really bring healing and empowerment um, to to women of color, really. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, we're planning on doing um like monthly events um center around um like i said self-love empowerment confidence um 
education, anything that like really uh, helps us tap into our our power. Mm. So. No, that's good. And either way, I'm I'm obviously gonna help you promote, you know, from my yeah, IG yeah. page because I know you you also posted on the your IG page as well. And guys, it's really important. It's like it doesn't make you less of a person to see someone or seek no. help. It doesn't have to be you having like chronically mental illness to do that. No, it's not that. It's it's ev- therapies for everyone in different mm-hmm. range- ranges in their mind, you know. And um, hey, I'm still I'm still learning. Yeah. I'm no. And the the that. other uh, the other thing that I wanted to mention mm-hmm. is as you know, La Mariposita Healing. Um, I'm also uh, partnering to do a monthly um, healing circle for oh, professionals of color. Um, it's called Resilient Seeds. Um, and, um, so I, I've been working with, uh, her, um, IG handle is Claudia, I believe it's Claudia underscore Parada, mm-hmm. um, but she's, you know, a co-facilitator in this group too. And yeah, we're just, um, we just had our second, uh, healing circle and the purpose of this, uh, a circle is to create a space um, that is often lacking yep. in our places of work, yep. really. Um, so a, a healing holding space that we don't really get in our places of work. So, um, yeah, come check it out every, um, it's every last Saturday of the month. Okay. We're going to be holding it um, and it's at Community Well. Resilient seeds, a healing circle for mm-hmm. professionals of color. And guys, um, definitely get the information from La Mariposita Healing, mm-hmm. and um, in terms of if you want to seek a therapist, if um, if she, well, she she mentioned her handles. If you want to uh-huh. definitely see her, but if you want to see. Uh, uh, main selections of people. I believe psycholo- uh, psychology today is still a good source, or is there a better yeah. sources you you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, one of the, the mm-hmm. amazing things that has been happening with you know the the growth yeah. of, of uh, awareness um, is that there's now directories that are specific for people of color. So Perfect. we have. Um, uh, Latinx therapy mm-hmm. is a directory. Uh, therapy for Latinx is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, melanin and mental health, uh, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. And then there's therapy for black girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's just there. There's you know we're growing for sure. Good. Uh, but yeah. Uh, you know, look into those and, and shop around uh, because you don't, you know, even if you reach out to, to one therapist, like it doesn't mean it that doesn't you have mean to commit, yeah. like commit yeah. to to that one therapy. Um, but yeah, I wanted to make sure that I, I got that right. Oh, no, no, no worries. It's like because I know people out there that want to definitely seek reliable sources. I mean, yeah, I, I found mine on psycho, uh, psychology today. But uh, like, if you guys like want more specific, like, 
definitely seek it out it's it's mm-hmm. amazing like now this over this past few years there's been more more focus on mental awareness but uh, as people as she mentioned in terms of what you can do to support um, any bills that comes to your town or whatever in the relation to mental health for the benefit of it vote please vote you know it's, it's very mm-hmm. important that's that's the one of the power one of the biggest powers we can do and also please donate to the right organization mm-hmm. um i think evelyn if you have like information of those different organizations um maybe post on your ig or just shoot me shoot me any information i can just put in the episodes in terms of like organizations that support that yeah and um and guys, please just show more compassion. Like we don't know yes, what everyone be is nice, doing. Be, be nice. nice. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> please. <laughs> everyone is stressed out mostly. You yeah. Know? Don't no, don't cause we, we we all got our own <laughs> yeah. stuff. We, we don't cause me high blood pressure. <laughs> don't cause people high blood pressure. And meditate. And meditate. Yeah. Alright. But Thank you so thank much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no yeah. problem. Glad you enjoyed your time. Yes, we thank you. We conclude that.